0: celebration of black history. Happy Black History Month people! (laughs) So for those of you who don't know it is October in the UK and this is the start of our annual celebration of the achievements of black people. It was originally created by a noted historian called Carter G Woodson and we're going to pause because dad is here. Dad i'm recording oh. yes <laughs> I so yes it. can i can i do it after that after i finish recording because i've started now and you are on record well, <laughs> only 30 minutes maximum Wait, yeah. 30, 30 minutes. please shut the door thank you okay um that's what i was saying right so It was created by a noted historian, Carter G. Woodson, and some other prominent African-Americans. So it started in the U.S., but then since then, it has spread to other countries in the world. So the U.S. celebrates it in February, and the U.K. celebrates it in October. And the reason why it is so important is because, as I have said before, a lot of Western countries derived their wealth from the enslavement of Black people. So it's many years later, so much has improved, there is so much I'm grateful for, um, you know, so many possibilities um, considering where things had started in some cases, but inequality still exists and it is still an issue that needs to be worked on. But that doesn't stop us from celebrating trailblazers who have achieved so much and those who are still doing stuff. So I will be sharing a lot of links this afternoon and um, that's basically because there's just too much to cover, there's too many black people to mention. So what I'm going to do is share links, thank the good lord for the internet and therefore you can read up on um, some awesome black people. So the first one I'm going to share is from history.com and um, that gives some facts about Black History Month in general in more depth. And then also they have some photo galleries in there too. So you can have a look at some awesome people and then read the text at the bottom that tells you what they accomplished. And um, secondly, I'm gonna share a link from Middle Temple and it's their online gallery, which celebrates 179 years of achievements for their Black and ethnic minority members. The third link I'm gonna share is my interview with Master Banton, which I believe I did last year. She is a barrister that specializes in employment and discrimination law. I really enjoyed interviewing her. Hopefully you will find it interesting too. And while I'm still on the subject of my inn, Middle Temple, I would also like to mention that Baroness Patricia Scotland, who is the Secretary General of the Commonwealth of Nations. And it's also a senior member at my inn and you might have seen her more recently and because she was interviewed by the BBC around um, the passing of Her Majesty. So without further delay, I will now go into discussing the format of this episode. Um, I will talk um, mainly about black people I admire and why. I'm gonna start with the Obamas then go on to My Big Sister, briefly touch on Oprah, then touch on some pastors, and um, then lastly, um, share a few links that make me laugh, and then, um, what was the last one? Oh yes, some music, some, some, some songs. So, right, okay, so briefly about me, just to kind of frame this all up, I am of Ugandan heritage, I was born in the UK, I have lived in the States, so in my mind I'm part American too, Um, I'm dark-skinned, and I don't know, I'm proud of all things that make me me, whatever they are. Now, starting with the Obamas. So President Obama was inaugurated on January, in January, actually I don't know the specific date, but it's January 2009, and for me this was i i'm trying to think how to put this this was the day that i really understood that representation matters um because it was just such an incredible achievement especially if you know part of your black history and the struggles to see him be elected as president and then go for the inauguration it was absolutely incredible so I was over here in the UK and I remember specifically I'd finished work and you know we're just all so happy and having spoke to the parents and they're related you know just that everything's gone on and I think this was like the next day after the inauguration and um I was yeah I got off at Angel tube station and then at the tube station there was a lady handing out badges with Obama's face on it and I got on the bus and you know all the papers which I think was the metro um just had a beautiful picture of him and his Michelle and the kids and it was just such a happy moment for me it was unbelievable and so many other people and um yeah like I got home and it was it was just incredible like the happiness and the meaning like the struggle and for him to have got there in his speeches it was just such such a happy day so for me personally and this is more in-depth analysis into the mind of Victoria um at the time so I was elated for like that day then the next day um I then started to think on um, people I admired whose life ended too soon. So I started to think on uh, President Abraham Lincoln, the Kennedys, and MLK. So immediately I was like, oh my goodness, like, is he going to be safe in office? Like, he's got there. Will he be safe in office? You know, what happens if something happens to him? You know, I know the Secret Service and all this stuff, but, you know you know, times have improved since back then, but I was still fearing. And honestly, this fear was with me for like a week. So even though I was elated, I was still like, saying hardcore prayers to us like god please protect him and his family each night and this went on for like a week where i was grateful that he was there but i was also living in fear and then after about a week i was like victoria you need to pack this in here yeah? this is not a way to live and i did i let it go i just gave it to god and i was like i cannot do this i need to enjoy his time in office and just be grateful for everything that's happened but, but seriously that's how it was um just for me So I have, um, I've been reading A Promised Land, which is his latest book that he's written. And it's so insightful. Actually, before I even jump to that, um, In the Land of Happiness, me and uh, my bestie, we went on holiday to somewhere in Europe. And this is after, you know, Obama has got through. And literally like the the place we went was really remote and um, not everybody spoke English. But the one thing, the one thing everybody did seem to have was his phrase, yes, we can. So people would see us, like, we're both black, like, I'm dark skinned, she's light skinned, but we're both black. And that's a rarity for this part of um, Europe that we're in. People would see us and they'd be shouting out in the street at the window, no matter what time of day it is, yes, we can. And, like, you meet them and, like, some people would be so happy and, like, you know, that's the only phrase that they have for you as the resident black person at this moment in time. And they would say, yes, you can, with such love in their eyes and, and in their hearts. So yeah, that's just a random story. I thought I'd throw it in there. Anyway, moving back to A Promised Land. So I'm reading this at the moment and it's incredibly well written. I believe he said like, um, on one of the promo videos for this, he had done it because he wants to inspire people <laughs> to go into office. I don't know that that's what this book does for me out here. I don't don't know if going into office is what comes from this. But what it does do is it does highlight the importance of the job and the complications that go along with the job. It really does that really well. And um, I was reading it yesterday and I was just like, you know what, some things are really quite sad because progress was being made, like some relationships with... Um, other foreign leaders progress was being made and now at the moment like that progress has gone up in smoke but I am hopeful that there could potentially be some resets of some of these relationships I do believe this is possible even though at the moment like for some the relations are at the lowest that they could ever possibly be there is a lot of good things still going on but you know There's a lot to kind of prey on and hope that things improve for the future, for the sake of all of us. And um, before I go any further, I just want to mention that the November midterms are coming up. So I think it's November 8th is the day that everybody gets to vote. And I want to encourage people to please, please register and make sure you vote. They're so important. Like, you know, these are the people who pass through the laws for the benefit of you and the others that you care about. This year, given the overturning of Roe v. Wade, their, you know, women's reproductive rights, if you want to see that coming through, you know, we need to go ahead and make sure we're registered to vote. Also, democracy in general, you know, vote for people who are not promoting um, any lies around Biden having lost the election he won the election and you need to be voting for people who accept that fact and um, I was looking today too and I found an email for an event that I attended wow it's two years ago actually October so October 6th two years ago but it was um it was a Sojourner Truth just can't get my words out Sojourner Truth women's (laughs) vote project And it was done by um, Nancy Pulaski. She was on the Zoom. And then there was loads of other representatives. It was really good, actually. It was, like, encouraging um, the right to vote for mainly, who is it now, Asian American and Pacific Island voters, and with the focus being on women. And they had, um, the previous week, they had Eva Longyear-Baston and America Ferriara on there and promoting for women to vote and why it's so important for latina women to vote and it was fabulous so basically people vote 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 you need to get registered and you know vote it's important it's so important um so yes moving back to what i was saying before on obama's um i've kind of said everything i want to say on him Um, i really appreciate his leadership and I, i find him inspiring i know he's not perfect, nobody is, but for him to have stood to to be president and to have done that with such dignity for all the years he was in office, I really value. And also his fabulous wife, Michelle Obama, who we love. We have been on her journey with her, with Becoming. She is beautiful, incredibly talented and skilled within her own right. And, you know, she supported her husband so well and, she's just lovely isn't she like just them together we just love the Obamas well I do anyway so I just wanted to make sure I put that out there and you know I'm grateful for their sacrifice and their courage and the fact that they're still out there doing things too Um, and there's actually a really beautiful uh, picture with them and um, Vice President Kamala Harris and President Joe Biden which was taken when they came to the White House for their portraits last month, and the unveiling of their portraits. And it's so, it's so lovely. So I think I'm gonna post that around midterm season, just to remind folks to get one out there and vote, because the photo is absolutely beautiful. Okay, so now, moving on to my big sister. So I have two big sisters. One is my older brother's wife, but she is um, white, Irish, that's her background uh, mainly. That's not going to stop me from blasting my siblings, by the way. (laughs) I have decided that every year, if I'm still going on this podcast, every year I'm going to highlight a family member, regardless of whether you're black or not. If you're related to me, you may be up on the block here and I may be sharing part of your story, I've decided. So I'm starting with my big sister. And this is mainly because um, my parents and I have recently been watching loads of athletics. And I thought to myself the other day that I have never known more of a team sports player who doesn't have the talent. <laughs> Jordan, Serena, Tiger, Asher Smith, Hamilton, she is not. But my goodness, she puts herself out there I have never seen anything like this so this is why we're starting with her but I am one of five siblings so I will branch off to the others as the years go by but we will start with her and I did actually call her today to try to let her know I was going to put her on blast she didn't pick up so here I am so Dina right um what to say about her so yeah so wait firstly let me stay in the sports land I have truly I'm being very serious I have never seen anyone with such a lack of talent for something really put themselves out there so at school it was track field netball (laughs) at uni it was like taekwondo judo um then after uni she was over there what was she doing I think it was also some random netball club and then volleyball like volleyball in winter UK winter like it's snowing it's freezing and then she's like yeah I'm just off to volleyball practice how (laughs) how are you off to who volleyball's who volleyball's in the UK I don't know anyone obviously there is a team since we've had the Olympics I've seen there is a team but you know at the time I was like who does this anyway she's always despite the talent got herself out there so she is a team player I have, that has to be said despite everything, but just to give you brief insight into her journey, um, and I'm, I have to cut out pieces because obviously I don't have the time, um, but I will say briefly, right, so she, uh, even uh, no, so, so GCSEs, she's always been incredibly smart, so GCSEs, I think she got all A's, so like 10 A's and like a couple of A stars. From uni, she went on to, no, sorry, from GCSEs, she went on to, well, when she went to university, and um, she studied genetics. After getting her degree in genetics, she had wanted to go on to do a PhD. Unfortunately, she didn't get into the PhD programme, and she had really wanted to do that, so that door was closed. From there, she decided to do a master's in infectious diseases She went to South America for a year and she traveled around to the different countries there, was in a lab researching and everything loved it. From there, she was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go to medical school. I was like, bitch, you need to get a real job (laughs) sit your ass down. Leave the study, yeah? Join the real world and get a career job. Anyway, she decided she wanted to apply for medical school. She applied for medical school, got rejected by about five of them. Then the sixth one was like, okay, you can start with us, but not for a year. So she had a year of, you know, having to do other things. In that year, she did her other things, like worked as much as she could, saved as much as she could, and she started medical school. Now she's graduated from medical school. This is like, and medical school is like five years. So after everything she's done, additional five years before you qualify there. And, um yeah, even when she was drawing, I think it was her second year of medical school, because she got married, she decided to, um, you know, she wanted to start her family, she had a really difficult first pregnancy, like, she was hurling, like, there was one point she couldn't keep anything down, yet she was there, as big as she was with her belly, she was there, (laughs) still trying at the desk, so I honestly, she is I admire her so much, I I really do, because she, like me, comes from a humble background, which means poor, <laughs> and she has accomplished so much, but the fight, each step of the way has been real, and it has not been easy, even throughout medical school, like all the sacrifice she made to get herself across the line, and I am just, I'm so proud of her and she has a baba's now she's married and you know she's out there doing and i i'm genuinely she's one of these people where i'm so excited to see what else god does with her life and i think she's got so much more in store and she, in store for her um because she has just so much energy and just such a heart for people and to take care of people and to do the best she can and you know her world is just not easy and yet she's out there trying and putting her best foot forward every day so that is a person I truly want to honour also in terms of someone I look up to um, who was Black in this awesome Black History Month that is October 2022. Okay, now I would briefly like to discuss Oprah. We all know who she is <laughs> clearly and you know her, um, her her situation like in terms from childhood as to where she is now has not been easy either. And she has just been a trailblazer. So from her chat shows to going on and producing everything that she produces, her own magazine, building school, you know, Oprah's done done it all. The films that she does, especially to support the black community, all the things she's done around that, you know, she's incredible. I really admire her. And um, it was her speech she gave at the Golden Globes some years ago that really just touched me and I listened to it again today I haven't listened to it for a really long time but I listened to it again today and I was like you know what that's why this speech is so powerful so I'm going to share the link for that so you can um, listen to the speech too it is just so powerful and it's moving and I remember when I listened to it the first time it actually made me cry so (laughs) I'll share that again um, and well share it for the first time but hopefully you'll enjoy that too. Um, Next, I would like to discuss pastors briefly. So um, I grew up with Pastor Beverly, who we call Bev, and she is from Barbados, and her husband, uh, Tony, who is from Jamaica. And they, like, she was the head of our church growing up, and they're just beautiful people. Like, I have had many conversations with her, like just talking about, like, God or just, you know, just getting her view on anything in life and i have really thought wow i am going to hell <laughs> because she's so pure hearted like you know you meet people you're just like my goodness you you are just pure of heart out here and obviously she's human no one's perfect but she is she's a beautiful person so much sacrifice in um what she does and she continues out here she's even just recently done a masters so i'm like you know what she is doing it out here like continuing to um perfect her talents continuing to learn and she's just you know so many years of um being a head pastor and you know managing a church and everything that goes into that which is a lot of sacrifice and loving on people so she is a person i want to just honor this month too then I'm um, Pasti Humbe, like he was stateside when I was looking over there, and his wife, Mama Feriala, and they are both Congolese. And honestly, again, beautiful people. His journey itself is incredible, but you know, the way he sacrificed for people and the love he has, and you know, both of them with Pasti Bev and Pasti Humbe, they have you know, very different philosophies in some areas, but their heart for Jesus and loving people is aligned. So I just, you know, I want to honour him too. He, yeah, he's just, you know, supported me, both of them supported me in so many different ways. And, you know, the encouragement, sometimes you're just, you know, so low and, you know, don't know what's going on. And, you know, they will just there be with a word or like out of nowhere, you know, contact you just to, you know, encourage you. It's, you know, I just, I'm even tearing up actually thinking about them. So I just want to make sure that I um, honour them too. There are people who I admire, who are black as we are in this Black History Month. Um, And then like talking about online pastors, I just want to um, touch on those too. So online pastors, T.D. Jakes, my goodness TD Jakes comes with it and I've been listening to some of his old sermons and recently with my parents getting lively his good stuff is good also clearly but you know like some of the ones when you remember oh my gosh I haven't heard that in a while so you've been listening to some of his old school ones and he is like Mariah with relationship songs now you know Mariah Carey has a song for every (laughs) every type of relationship you have ever been in loving whatever's going on heartbreak Mariah is there for you so TD Jakes is there for you through the struggle so he is there in terms of building you up letting you know you you can go on and because of his background too like you know and he shares bits of that and how he reads the text honestly the man I I'm so grateful for him and his wife Sarita Jakes they are incredible and all the stuff they've done around black empowerment and, you know, putting together school, um, educational pieces and then also, um, you know, stuff for the community. Absolutely phenomenal. So just honour TD Jakes here. Next up, Otis Moss III. <laughs> he is He is king of empowerment is what I can say right there. Go ahead and vote because he will let you know that you need to go ahead and vote. That is the way forward to progress. Um, As a people, that right is not to be um, underestimated. So yeah, he is just, he's fantastic. And you know what, you come out of his sermons and you're like, wow, I just feel like I've learned so much more. And he will give you that history. He, He literally, he is Black History Month every every sermon so <laughs> if you want to learn more you know Otis was the third Past Otis was the third is the man for you so yeah he's incredible too again people who I admire so now going into closing um I'm going to share a few links one is for an insta page called black people and pets it's jokes and it, there's the, the link I'm actually going to share is to a post where they're discussing how black parents never wanted pets but now look at them really funny. Kev on stage is another comedian who is absolute jokes. He has, I'm sharing the link to his YouTube because that's the one I mainly watch, but he has a Insta page also, and he is just funny. He's just absolute jokes. So please tune into him. Abbott Elementary, which is a show, which is actually on ABC, but is also on Disney for us over here in the UK. And it is so funny. It's won awards. It is. It's brilliant. I love it. I cannot wait for season two. You hear me, Disney? Cannot wait for season two. And lastly, hold on. Let me see. Check the time here. Okay. lastly, um, I want to share some links for some songs. So um, Stormzy's Mel Made Me Do It is my anthem for this month. I just love the song, really good video, awesome video, has a poem in there, so many inspiring people featuring in the video too, so go ahead and have a look at that, and then I wanted to share, because I mentioned Obama, like his, his becoming president was so meaningful, like you know Queen Bee, we can't not have her there, so I've got her singing the national anthem for his inauguration ceremony in 2013, which is absolutely beautiful. And she within her own right is absolutely awesome. Next up I'm sharing Alicia Keys performing Lift Every Voice and Sing, which was at um, an NFL event. And that is fantastic, and we all know she's fabulous. And lastly, I'm sharing Jennifer Lopez singing at the presidential inauguration for 2021 for President Biden. And this is because the song, her, um, this land, this land is your land, this land is my land. Obviously I can't sing. But anyway, that that version of the song like that she's singing um, has just been on my heart. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to share it. And I love JLo. So um, yeah, so I have shared that too. So I hope you guys have an awesome Black History Month. And yeah, if you, you know, you see a Black person, you know a Black person. <laughs> Even if you don't, you know, this is just a month of celebration and it doesn't take away Um, the importance of everybody else's heritage whether you're Latina or you know you're white or you're Indian no matter what where else you're coming from or you know Middle Eastern what no matter where you are like your history is so so important to you and you know you should be proud so I'm very proud with everything that makes me who I am today and you know you should be proud and there'll be in your history some good some bad but, you know that's just the way humans roll but yes so I want you to take away from this you know do celebrate Black History Month and I hope you celebrate also your own history too no matter what that is because it matters so us all of t- us all together make the world okay bye